everyone. Welcome to the Geek Remix podcast. Today we have a lot of things to yell about. Yeah. And be happy about, but also yelling. Yeah. Or Let's start off with yelling. Yeah, we're going to yell. Our lead story Blizzard is yelling. Blizzard breaks its silence on controversial suspension of pro Hong Kong hearth player, Hearthstone player. There's a lot of background information to this, and a lot of people be- feel very strongly about it. So what happened was a player from Hong Kong... And right now, Hong Kong is having huge protests in the numbers of millions. People just blocking off entire highways and stuff. No one's going to work because they're trying to sign away basically 19 different laws, but one of them is an extradition law which would allow China to take anybody they want from Hong Kong. That's the simplest way I can put it. Mm -hmm. And in case you don't know, China is a really oppressive country, and they will take people just for saying China sucks. That's it. They'll take you for literally any reason. And you just disappear. And they say, oh, they're just uh, being reformed. This is a country that stole the next reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. And they, and they also made their own reincarnation of the Dalai Lama so that they could control Tibet's <coughs> um, religion. So the Dalai Lama had to say, I'm not going to reincarnate. So that sucks. They stole... Imagine if you're not, you're not familiar with the Dalai Lama. Someone stole the Pope. They just stole him and replaced him with a new person and decided that's it. Whether you agree with it or not, they're stealing people. So basically the protests are about, like, essentially the independence of Hong Kong from China. Right? Yeah, Is yes. That, like, in, in very broad strokes. Which doesn't quite cover the severity of it, because sometimes you think, oh, they want independence, but they want independence for their own safety rather than other reasons, which can be just as valid, but this is, to them, it's a life-or-death, living-free kind of situation, Mm -hmm. rather than, we want independence, like, no, we just don't want to be afraid all the time. Well, can you imagine if there was a law that just said, like, oh, uh, this other country can take citizens of your country at any time for any reason. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be scary. Yeah, imagine if Canada said, if you say anything shitty about us, we're gonna, we're gonna say we're gonna take you. And you'll be gone. No one will know what happened. Mm-hmm. So, a resident of Hong Kong, he fought in the Hearthstone tournament, won, and then he said... In his post, like, interview thing. In his post-interview thing... Liberate Hong Kong, revolution revolution of our age. Of the, our time. Of our no, it's of our age. Oh, okay. And the two hosts of it just ducked under the table because they're in Taiwan. And I know people will say they'll be protected in Taiwan. You can't guarantee that. They ducked underneath the table because they were scared. Mm-hmm. When the guy was wearing a mask, because he's scared too. And Blizzard took took their rewards away, banned him for a year, and. Fired, fired the casters. Fired the casters who literally ran, hid underneath their desks, throwing everybody just away. And some people will think, well, why did Blizzard do that? There is somebody who used to work for Blizzard, and you may or may not agree with the things he says. I don't agree with 99.9 of the things he says. But at the same time, this is a man who grew up in Hong Kong and understands the oppressive state of China. So he can be wrong about literally everything except for this one thing because he's experienced something neither of us have. And he explained that China, being big-brained in this one particular thing, decided that they would be able to control media 
by doing this to movies and video games by encouraging companies to open up offices and giving them millions of dollars in order to invest in the Chinese market so long as they were able to tell them what they could do yeah, and what they could sell. Yeah, basically China has partial ownership over some gaming companies. Yeah, and movie companies. They're the reason why the Tibetan monk in like in Doctor Strange was whitewashed by a woman. It wasn't for whitewashing reasons standard. It was because they didn't want to acknowledge that Tibet was a country. So if they had a Tibetan monk as a lead character, China wouldn't allow it to be there. Ugh. Yep, that's why. Yeah. They, they couldn't have a Tibetan monk be a lead character or someone important because it would be acknowledging that Tibet is its own country and a place. Yeah. <laughs> so these are, they have some pretty strong hold over our media, which if you think about it on the surface level, you're like, so what? It's market demand, but really it's control. So if Blizzard didn't fire these people, they would have lost probably a hundred million dollars. That's just my guess. And a lot of the stuff they've been marketing towards China, because China would have banned their games. Well, Even China already banned something else, too, as... It wasn't a Blizzard thing, but it was some other game. But basically, like, because um, China has invested in these companies, like... Whenever, the Chinese government. The Chinese government. Not so Chinese individual investors. This is literally the actual Chinese government, which yeah. was their plan to be able to circumvent technically censoring everybody. Yeah. So whenever you have... And, you know, it's natural for investors and for companies to invest in other companies, what you, what you call it. But I think where this is, like, a little different is that it's, like, the government of a country and that with some of these companies, it's like a pretty substantial stake that they have in the company. Mm -hmm. um, meaning that, you know, if Blizzard does something that China doesn't like, they have a pretty, you know, significant leverage to get them to take action. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think a lot of people, you know, even though lot, we've seen a lot of people in the U.S. being like, oh, like, Blizzard, like, what the fuck? Blizzard's just kind of like... You know, and even not to Bli take away their own personal. Well, and even and even Blizzard employees have been frustrated and have been like protesting at the company. But Blizzard is like, you know, they put out that tweet in Chinese that was like, oh, like we would never want to offend the Chinese people. Here and, like, I have blah, blah, blah. it right here. Hold on. So Blizzard says here, amazing. They they basically go on and say. Oh, we scaled back the punishment for these people. <laughs> it was a little harsh. I'm like, you just threw two people who were scared for their lives under the rug and just ran. You f bad people. Yeah. Genuinely bad people. And the, every voice matters. We encourage everybody to share their point of view, but we're not going to allow people to have politics in, in our streams. And I'm just thinking, you know... You allow people to say politics on your streams all the time. You just don't consider it to be... Politics? Politics. Or you consider... Some people will say making all of your um, Overwatch characters gay is politics. I don't think it's politics, but some people would think it is. You're just saying it. And I just... You're just fucking doing whatever the fuck you want and then saying you can't do it. But then... 
they're saying like, oh, we we would never do anything like that, and we would, you know, we're not like on China's side. And then someone goes, your statement is utterly contradicted by your statement on Weibo, which is the ch Chinese version of Twitter where they can control everything you say. Good job, thanks, Claire. I can't say your last name. Schoberg. Schoberg. And it said, Hearthstone's official statement. We are very angered and disappointed at what happened at, at the event last weekend and highly object the expression of personal political beliefs in any of our events. We always, as we, always, as always, we will defend the pride and dignity of China at all costs. <laughs> Hearthstone official Blizzard account. And then someone goes, no, that's just the Hearthstone account. Someone's like, it's the official Blizzard account. Yeah. And it just, it drives me absolutely up the wall. Yeah. So the whole situation is just, obviously, there's just been, like, a lot of, like, talking about it. I just like this tweet by Father Daniels. After a sermon in the summer of 2000, I went into GameStop to pick up a demonic game called Diablo 2. I wanted to judge it for myself. My life has changed. As I personally sent hordes of demons to hell, I always thought Blizzard would be a great company. I was wrong. Thanks, Father Daniel. Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I doubt that this, like, the fallout from this is completely over because, of course, now you have other companies like Epic stepping in and, and like, you know. Saying, yeah, we totally agree. And I'm like, did China call you? and say you have no, to. No, Epic was, like, Epic has been going back and forth being like, we don't want any politics at our thing, and then they came out and they were like, no, we're not discouraging people, and then Fortnite jumped in and they were like, people can say whatever they want, like, we don't care, come play Fortnite, and like... Yeah, Fortnite's like, no, we're hip and cool, fuck China. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and, yeah, so this is, I mean, this only happened, like, this kicked off, like, a couple days ago, pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, still a developing story, I think. I just feel like I see, I was pretty like, you know, fucking, this is awful. And some people just replied to me saying things like, oh, did you know this started off with a guy who murdered a woman and he, he fled to Hong Kong? So really, this is just a liberal reactionary thing. And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about, even if. China's not making up that fucking story. I can't believe you're believing Chinese fucking... What's the word I'm looking Propaganda. for? Propaganda. From wherever you are. Even if that's true, they're going to use that standing point to make their it morally okay for the extradition laws that they're going to immediately abuse in every single way possible. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> China is really a very oppressive state. They're, growing up, like, I went to college. My roommate thought Tiananmen Square never happened. My roommate in college. Yeah. I said, oh, you know, blah, 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 Tiananmen Square. And she goes, no, the Western media made that up. And I thought for sure everybody in China just, we all collectively agreed to just say they didn't believe it. Yeah. And, but they did. She, gen she genuinely said, no, you, you, the Western media made it up. It's not real. Yikes. And I've known a lot of other people who have come from China and they get sad because I can't go back because I did this thing. I can't go back because I did this other thing. Mm -hmm. 
because now I'm here and I had a, th a second child and I can't ever go back to China now. I have to live in the United States forever. I thought they got rid of the one child law. This is a while ago. Oh, oh. Um, but yeah, my dad's in, in academia and a lot of his friends who are from China or countries that are controlled by China, they say they can't do certain things. And they all have to do these weird technicalities and be very careful about what they say and do. Well, remember when um, Google was working on that project for the Chinese government where they were essentially going to make, because Google wanted to get into the Chinese market, they wanted, they were making, they were working on a search engine, like a censored version of Google. Mm -hmm. Like right now when you search on Google, like you will find all manner of like... Everything. Everything and including a lot of garbage. But you'll still find pretty much everything. And they were working on, what was it called, Snapdragon or, like, something like that that was, like, that's probably not the right word. But they were working specifically on, like, a censored version of their search engine so that they could, like, get it, like, past the Chinese government. And that's pretty crazy um, when you think about it. Like, you know, the government having access to, like, not or like having the ability to control like anything that you see yeah you know i think people sometimes take it for granted in other countries that like you know i know that we have listeners all over the world and so everybody's like government situation is different but i think sometimes it's easy for people to take it for granted if you live in a place where like access to information is not like that mm -hmm. you know that like that like oh well it Remember they tried to turn the internet off in Egypt, I think? Yeah, it was Egypt. Oh, was it? I thought it was Turkey. Am well, I... it probably happened in several places. Yeah. They turned it off and then everyone just rioted. Like, you took our memes away! Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just wanted to say, I think there's some people... I was trying to think about why people just automatically just defend Blizzard and say it wasn't a big deal and I was thinking you know maybe there are people who really enjoy this one game they can afford it it's the game they invested in and when they come home from a long hard day they unwind with this game and they just don't want to think this game is evil and I want to say you know if it's something that makes you feel better on a personal level it's okay to enjoy the game and then say but I'm not going to let Blizzard get away with it. Yeah. You know? Because I understand on a personal level, there are things we all need to do in order to just survive the day. Even though we're not a starving orphan left in the desert, we still struggle in, in other ways, and mm -hmm. we just need to survive the day. So I just want you all to know, it's okay to still enjoy it. Because every if you're just sitting down or standing, anywhere you look... Is if you're in the United States or any more developed country, that is the result of exploiting somebody. Mm -hmm. Somebody's being exploited, and it's a terrible reality to face, but at the same time, you can still choose to exist and not be burdened down by that so that at least you can do one thing. It kind of reminds me of, like, to, like, how, you know, obviously we all want to do better for the planet mm -hmm. and, like, recycle and, like, be responsible about, like, 
non-recyclable packaging, whatever. But at the same time, like, sometimes you're going to use plastic bags. Like, sometimes you're going to get things, like... That come in plastic that packaging. That come in plastic, ba- plastic packaging. Sometimes you're going to throw stuff away that can be, like... And so even though it's, like, yes, like, you want to... Like, sometimes you're going to take a plane flight. Sometimes you're going to, like, use a car every day for a commute. Like, you have to just focus on, like, doing the things that you actually can do and not, like, get so bogged down in, like, oh, but I'm not being, like, absolutely perfect, you know? Like, you probably own clothes that were made by people in sweatshops. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody does. Everybody Everybody does. the United States does. Yeah. Just, it's a fact. That's just the way <clears throat> it goes. And, like, you try your best to, like, be responsible about, like, the things that you're purchasing. But you know what? Sometimes, like, you know... <clears throat> Sometimes you might not be able to afford to, like, be like, oh, like, is this company, like, sourcing everything responsibly? Like, like sometimes you, you, on, you on a personal level can't afford it. Yeah, because, so yeah. if you really love Overwatch and that's the game you can afford or the game that you're good you've at. You've sunk bring, all your time into and that you enjoy. Your, and you enjoy. It's okay to like the game and still be like, Blizzard, what the fuck? Because there's people who can't return their tickets to BlizzCon. And you know, you so paid for it. You so paid go. for it. You go and you can't. You can't refund it. You're gonna see all your friends. You can't afford to just not go and lose all that money. That's okay. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. Like I understand. People have limited resources. Go. Be there. Dress up as Winnie the Pooh and ruin it for for Blizzard. Have that kind of fun. And you <clears> know, <throat> I think it's also fair to point out that there's plenty of people that like work on these projects that have absolutely nothing to do with the controversy. So, I I would never want somebody to think like, oh, like I can't like associate with anyone from Blizzard, or I have to be mad at everyone from Blizzard for doing this. Like this is like an this is like an executive decision. This is not an, an, a decision that comes down like through individual employees. There may be individual employees that agree with it or disagree with it, but, like, on the whole, your energy is better spent, like, not yelling at the mods of Blizzard forums Mm -hmm. and instead directing it towards, you know... Blizzard as a company. Blizzard as a company. Like, if you have a few months left on your World of Warcraft subscription, if you stream... If you stream World of Warcraft, title the thing, Liberate Hong Kong. (laughs) revolution of our age you know i'm gonna do that (laughs) so yeah and i don't want people to think like i feel like sometimes when we talk about you know we've had conversations about other games that like maybe uh i'm just thinking like as a quick example of like detroit become human where that game made political statements that we were kind of like oh but like we really enjoyed the game and and we also took the time to to talk about those things yeah and us commenting on them is never us saying you can't enjoy it or you shouldn't play it or whatever. Like, I feel like playing the game and covering it and talking about all of the issues that came up gave a really good balance and made people feel really validated about their issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there, it wasn't something bad. Like, I know that game is problematic. Just like how... My favorite game series in the whole world is Super Seducer. And sometimes I just oh. think, when is Super Seducer 3? Yeah. When, when is, is it? When is it coming? Please, Super Seducer 3. When? Yeah. Like, I think my favorite developer might be Richard LaRuda. 
<laughs> Sometimes I just sit here and I think about what some sort of accidental genius he is. <laughs> but, you know, I just, you know, and I don't want the people to think we're, like, up on our high horse about, you know, like, we have all these opinions about, like, what's problematic and, like, what is, like, quote-unquote good and mm -hmm. what you should do. Mm -hmm. Because it's really just, like, we're just offering you our opinions and our thoughts and, like, trying to give you information about the situation. And then you get to go make your own decisions about what you think is the best course of action. And you know what? That might be nothing. Sometimes, you know, when I meet people and they say certain things, I where I think are hurtful or harmful or just ignorant... Instead of saying, you can't say... Well, sometimes I get mad, but... <laughs> instead of saying, you can't say that, like, genuinely, sometimes I do say that, but... <laughs> so I try to go, did you know that this is a... Here's some facts about it, and this is why people feel the way they do about those words and stuff like that. Like, one time, I was playing a video game with my friend, and he made a joke about gender and sex and I explained what the gay panic defense was and he hasn't made that same type of joke again mm -hmm. I didn't say you can't say it I didn't say anything I explained what it was and why I didn't like the joke and I said but you can make that joke I'm just giving you the information yeah and like letting you know that like when other people hear you joke like that's they take what, it seriously. Like, well, and like that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna hear you saying. It's not just the joke, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I I just explained it, and I was just like, you can say the joke, you know. I'll get over it, but I'm letting you know these this information. And usually, and I'm not trying to like indoctrinate anybody. That's just how I want to be. Yeah. But don't be don't get don't get confused. Sometimes I yell. <laughs> Sometimes I say, get fucked, well, and, and also, I ban them. You know, I think it's I think it's fair to say that, like, sometimes people have the emotional energy to take that cool and collected response, and other times you're just like, you know what? Not today. Yeah, sometimes it's okay to just block them. Yeah. You don't need, you don't, yeah, because people expect a lot of emotional energy, I guess, from trying to explain to people things about why something hurts your feelings. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to just say, get fucked. <laughs> yeah, and move on. Yeah, there's been times where I play video games and someone we're all like invested in this one goal, and they say something shitty. I'm just like, you know what? I'm leaving, and then they're just trapped halfway through the thing that they wanted to do, and I'm like, have fun trying to find someone to help you. Yeah. Goodbye. I was carrying you. <laughs> Uh, should we move on? Yeah, let's talk about fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Chorus. Okay. Okay, so Chorus, if you have not already heard about it, um, it's, so David Gator and somebody else created, um... Dragon Age? No, it, Dave, David Gator and somebody else created Summerfall Studios. Oh, okay. So they created this, like, studio, um, that... But David Gator's David the original Gator's world builder, and creator he's the world builder for dragon age yeah so actually if you go down it tells you who's working on this project go down a little bit okay right here so um but 
This chorus is an adventure musical, one part narrative-driven adventure and one part interactive musical, written by former Bioware lead writer David Gator, scored by award-winning composer Austin Wintory, voice directed by acclaimed actor and director Troy Baker, and starring the extremely talented Laura Bailey, who many of you may know from Critical Role, I think, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they launched this project on FIG, so you don't have to worry about giving Kickstarter your money. Um, but basically, uh, David Gator and somebody else launched Summerfall Studios, and so they're going to be creating this. I have this. a question, Stacy. I know. I know what you're going to ask. Are I know. You, I already saw it. Are you attracted to this character? In case you're listening, it's a character wearing a three-piece suit and a trench coat, but has Stacy's exact haircut. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, Stacy's attracted to this woman. Listen. This woman. Listen! Person. Okay. Listen. I don't... And she's the queen of Hades. It's... Stacey, she's wearing a trench coat. I know. Stop. I know. You have to stop. Stop planning to buy that outfit immediately. <laughs> I know I'm going to see you on your computer later, and I'm going to see <laughs> these pieces of clothing individually in your shopping cart. It would look so good on me, though. She's got, like, the purple pants and vest you with, like, a bustier even... coming out of the vest, and then you a trench coat. You guys even have the same body type. Mm-hmm. She's got small boobs. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't understand why... They're athletic boobs. I don't understand why... Okay, you know what? I do understand why because of society. What? But people who have small boobs, your boobs are awesome. I like small boobs. Yeah. I have huge boobs. I like seeing small boobs. So I think that a lot of uh, the messages that I got about femininity when I was growing up was like, Honestly, like, the Victoria's Secret catalog and Cosmopolitan. Mm -hmm. Where it was, like, really skinny women with huge boobs. Huge boobs. Somehow. And, like, and, like, that, and I just, you know, like, my mom got a boob job when I was a kid. Um, she went from, like, an A to a D. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, like, kind of being, like, I don't know. I. It's not like the, these messages came from any one single place it was just like i always like that was always like associated with like femininity and like being sexy in my mind and mm -hmm. like so for a while i thought that that's like what i really wanted and i felt like really bad about like not having that and then like more in recent years i think i've been like wow like i'm so glad that like i'm just the way i am because that was just that was me wanting that because of, like, how society made me feel, not, like, because it's actually what I wanted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm hmm Anyway. But this game looks really cool. It's, um, it's, like, singing battles, and, I don't know, it just looks super cool, and it has a lot of cool people working on it. It has good characters. It's got, um, they, I think they just launched the campaign, so it's up for 28 days. Um, if you want to look it up, it's called Chorus and Adventure Musical, and that should bring you the page if you want to take a look at it. But I think this looks super cool. It does look cool. Right? <laughs> I'm so mad that people just bullied David Gator off the internet. You know why? Because he made Dorian. He's still on the internet. Yeah. But oh, they but took, you mean at one point? At one point, which yeah. made me so mad because he made Dorian this very personal gay character that spoke to his personal experiences mm -hmm. and everyone's like he's problematic blah 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 he's like i this this character is me hello like yeah, yeah. this is how i'm a I, person i'm yeah. a person like i put my personal feelings into this character 
And someone was like, is it okay if we play Dorian is strength? He's like, I don't care. Yeah. And then that was just the end. And I'm just thinking, you know, you have these creators who put themselves out there at times where it was very hard to come out as gay or bisexual or lesbian and stuff. And then people just, because this is the person that you can you can talk to, people also direct all their anger to them. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times people within different communities will attack their own community leaders for things that that are being committed to the community and somehow they vaguely, slightly, like, brush up against it accidentally when you should be straight mad at the people who are hurting you. I It just bothers me. And it's, I understand why. It's because the community leader is accessible while somebody who's passing a law that's making being gay illegal is not. Yeah, um... But it just bothers me. I think it's also... It reminds me of, like, um, the times when people will, um... I'm not saying that people shouldn't correct each other, but, Oh, like, yeah, don't. No, don't say I sh- well, shouldn't correct each on, other. Well, let me finish my thoughts. So when... I'm not saying that people should not, like, correct each other, but, like, I think of the times when, like, there's been times when I've said things that were maybe, like, not articulated very well or, like, weren't the best things to say. And some people come at you and they're just like, hey, like, you said this thing, you know, I don't like it. And other people, it's like, even though, like, the intention, like, was good and it's like they know that I'm a person who's would not mean it in a harmful way, they still, like, yell and scream at you and get, like, really upset. And, um, and it's like I take that criticism and, like, try to learn from it but at the same time, it's like, it's like, hey, like, maybe, like, we should focus our energy on people who are, like, doing, like, real, like, big harm. Mm-hmm. And, you know? It's because you're accessible. Yeah. They can get to you. Like, and so that they need to yell at someone, and you're there. Yeah. Well. But I'm not saying that people shouldn't correct, that oh, you no. shouldn't correct people Go ahead. at all. Yeah, Just, no, I don't mind when people say, hey, when you said that... You're accidentally insinuating this. Yeah, and yeah. I go, because sometimes oh, you don't. Shit. You, sometimes you don't know that. And until, I go, like, yeah. You know? Or, or it, you're just tired. Yeah. <laughs> or it's we've been recording for three hours and I accidentally say something in the wrong way. Or I say something and I just believe it and it's a stupid thing to believe. And someone goes, "Well, let me explain to you why this and this and this." You know what? I'll, I'll what I think gets a lot of people too is that there's a lot of like phrases or like colloquialisms that are out in the world Mm -hmm. that come from certain things Mm -hmm. that are actually like like it comes from a harmful place but it gets repeated so much that it gets like divorced from its original meaning Mm -hmm. and so like people may say it and they don't realize like oh like when you're saying this joke or like posting this meme like this is what it actually came from Mm -hmm. and so like it's more harmful than you think it is because you just saw it as, like, some random internet quote. So mm-hmm. you're like, haha, that was mm-hmm. funny. So, anyway, moving on. Um, Let's do this one. Yeah, okay. The director of Underworld, uh, director of Underworld, Len Wiseman, is going to be leading a female-centric John Wick spinoff. Ballerina will focus on a young assassin bent on revenge. So if you remember from John Wick 3, there is... Um, there was a John Wick 3? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so behind on the John Wicks. Well, was there a John Wick TV show too? My brother and I saw it in the theater when it came out this past summer. Oh my god, was there a John Wick TV show? Hold on, I'll okay. get to that. 
So in John Wick three, there's a there's a part where John Wick um, meets Angelica Houston's like the director who's like a leader of a ballet company that's a front for stuff. Anyway, there is about there is a ballerina played by real life ballerina Un Unity Balan. We don't know if this specific ballerina will be the lead in the movie or if they'll go with a more traditional actor or what. But um, it seems like that scene in the movie was kind of like setting up. I want her to kill people with ballerina moves. Well, yeah, I, thought, I think that would be very cool. <laughs> like um, she does a pure but whatever it, the fuck, they, the spinny thing. It's funny because like, okay, so when I was looking, when I originally read this story like a couple days ago and then I was like looking up more information about it when you when you like go like type it in there's of course all of like the nerd sites that have written about it but then there's also like point magazine and like ballerina weekly and like all these places that are like we're mentioned somewhere you know what I mean <laughs> and it was just like really cool to see like point magazine talking about like a John Wick movie because <laughs> otherwise those two things would never go together I feel like all ballerinas are secretly or maybe not so secretly assassins on, on the verge of pure rage yeah and just wanting to murder somebody because they're so stressed out well because they're high-end athletes to be honest well and it's also it's a sport that um really uh i don't know whether it's like encourages or like draws people to it that are very Have a hard time with food well i was gonna say like the control mm -hmm. thing is there for a lot of people especially like it, with a lot of elite athletes, like, mm -hmm. it attracts people who are very, like, diligent, dedicated. So, yes, rage. Yeah. A constant undercurrent that I must control. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of ballerinas be like, yeah, I do want to see a movie where a ballerina just loses it! <laughs> just fucking loses it! <laughs> kills everybody! <laughs> um, um, I hope that the storyline is, she has a cat, the cat disappears, she finds blood on the floor, goes off, Kills everybody, comes back, cat was just under the well, bed. Well, it's gonna be the deaths of her family. Oh, I was hoping it would just be like, the cat? she thought her cat was dead, comes home, the cat had just, like, fucked off for a while and came <laughs> back. The blood was just from a mouse it ate. <laughs> um, but what you were saying about the TV show, so, I don't know what the latest news is with that, but the show that you're referring to, um, it was gonna be a show that focused on, um, the Continental, the, ho uh. the hotel, that, where all the assassins meet, basically. Um, so instead of being focused on, like, the John Wick character, it was going to focus more on, like, the hotel and, like... Oh, it never came to be, though? I don't know if there's still... I mean, you could probably Google it and just... I don't feel like it. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll never know. Um, so, what else? Oh, uh, Galarian Ponyta, you may remember we talked about this. Yep. Is exclusive to Pokemon Shield. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, so. Which is a... I, since a we fine. It's a ponyta. It's a ponyta. Okay. I already said it on Twitter. I admitted it. I just don't. I want it to be its own Pokemon. I want new Pokemons. Okay. You uh, all were right. I saw every comment. There were at least 20 comments saying it was a ponyta. <laughs> People I, sent comments to me, and they were like, Stacy, you were right. And I was like, okay. The great Pokemon. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to leave a comment, please make sure that somebody else hasn't already said it. Because I responded to, like, three comments being like, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> And then they just kept coming, and so I just stopped responding, and everyone's like, you're not acknowledging that you're wrong. And it's just, it's just I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's just somebody, we live in a place where the, the people who come, they just bring every single bell 
on the planet. Well, it's to deliver packages. I know, yeah. but they just go... <laughs> all of the buttons. So it's just constantly. Mm -hmm. It can never relax. Uh, so Ubisoft has a new Rabbids game that is available on their game store Uplay, which basically teaches like sequential programming loops and conditions across 32 levels. It's basically like you have a bunch of rabbits in your like spaceship or whatever, and you have to do like little like coding exercises in order to kick them out. Um, it's designed for kids seven and older, but it's the type of thing I think that would make like learning basic coding like kind of fun if you are interested in something like that. Cool. So, I don't know. I always like it when they do, like, you know, like, learning games where it's not just, like, you know, like, oh, we're going to give you some, like, flashcards for multiplication tables. And it's like, no, like, design a game. Make it fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Um, the new Star Trek Picard trailer shows Riker and Troy. And we, I'm, like, so intrigued by this. Um, I've decided to not look at anything because I get too excited. I'm just going to wait. I haven't watched the trailer, but I've been, of course, like, keeping up with some of the news about, like, who's in it because they keep announcing more cool people, like Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine. I always wonder, does he really want to be there? Because he always, because we went to that one thing where he just seemed like he just hated Star Trek and everything, and he, his true passion was doing Shakespearean plays. Because everyone kept asking him, she, like, Star Trek plays, and this one guy was like, I know what he wants me to ask. What do you feel about your Shakespeare true? He's like, let me tell you about it. I mean, it. that was also, like, seven years ago at this point. I just, I want him to be happy. Yeah. I just want him to be happy all the time. I don't know. I can't imagine that he would have gotten himself into a new, like, he has no reason to do this. Because he puts he... all his money into Shakespeare stuff, that's why. But so I, I was wondering if he was just do, doing these jobs so he can do more Shakespeare. I don't know, man. He was, pers I, I have a hard time believing that, like, he's doing this just for the money. I you hope know? so. I hope he's doing it because he wants to. Because he's, he did, like, a couple other shows. He was, like, pro Professor X, like... He's done so much stuff that, like, I feel like he's kind of got, like, his pick yeah. of what he wants to do. Have you seen him in Green Room? I feel like yes. every, every time he gets the chance, he does the, ex he takes on a role that's just the exact oh. opposite of Picard and... Wasn't there another movie that he was in where he was evil? Oh, every movie he does that's not Star Trek or X-Men, he's evil. Yeah, Green Room was really good. Um, he's scary. Yeah. So, Green Room, if you haven't seen it, is basically about this, like, band that goes to do... It's a punk band. It's a punk band, and they get hired to do a show, and, like, what they're playing, and they figure out that it's a bunch of, like, neo-Nazis, essentially. And they play the... I think it's the Ramones song. Is it Nazi, Nazi, punks, Nazi punks Fuck Off? Yeah, or, or yeah right? because punks are basically anti-Nazis. The whole movement is... Yeah. So people say, "Oh, punk is get your fucking politics out of my cyberpunk," and I'm like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, that, <laughs> you're like, an where idiot. do you think this came from? What do you think the word punk comes from? And where do you think cyberpunk comes from? Yeah. So, um, and and then basically things things go horribly horribly wrong. It it's also, really really it's it's beyond a horror movie because when I watched, I was like. No, this is how it would really happen, and I'm scared. Well, I think that that's what's, like, so, like, cool but also scary about it is that it's not, like, this isn't, like, some, like, 
like serial killer coming to get you where you can in your brain still kind of be like okay but like what are the odds of me getting targeted by a serial killer this is like no these are like regular quote unquote regular people attacking other people this you is how people in organized crime would get away with this yeah yeah so but it's it's really good Patrick Stewart is really great in it um, it does have the actor who played Chekhov the young Chekhov Oh my home. god, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he died. But warning, very scary. Um, I was ter- I usually don't sc- get scared by horror movies. Very scary. Hmm. Very scary. I don't remember it being, like, super scary. But... I was terrified. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else we got? Oh, the developers of Hatoful Boyfriend, which you re- may remember is a bird dating sim, um... Or visual novel, dating sim. Uh, developers are working on a 1990s Hollywood murder mystery game. Murder by Numbers tells the story, uh, tells the tale of a TV detective who must investigate a string of real-world murders. So this looks kind of cool because you get like a little like robot friend, and it has that same kind of like I don't know, it just it just has a cool vibe to me. So this is like something that I want to keep an eye on. A I, game that I played this week that I was mad about mad was spirit hunter ng where we watched that trailer oh, yeah and it was super cool Uh-oh. i played the game for almost two hours keeping in mind if i don't see a ghost within the first two hours i'm out of here and i'm returning this mm-hmm. no ghosts no ghosts. you know what i did i met my aunt hung out with my friend and babysitted my little sister See, this is what we were afraid of, too, when we were watching the trailer, because we're like, wow, this looks super cool, but you know how those games go. They're like, this game is 80 hours long. For the first 10 hours, you will have a conversation. You know? I, at, towards the end, I was streaming this, thinking, okay, I'm going to show them all these cool monsters, because the monsters are in there. And then by the end, I was just clicking through, I'm like, when is the ghost coming? Because I don't have a problem with exposition. Just limit to half an hour of yeah. exposition. And then by the end there, you said, some people in the chat said, uh, oh, is this by blah, blah, blah? Yeah, they have a real, they have really, really slow burns. And I, But this, the burn wasn't even slow. It was just forever. Like, like no burn? It was no burn. It was just slightly warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got? We got, um, oh, the third season of The Dragon Prince returns this November. Um, I'm really excited about this. I have a friend that works on this show, and she said that this season is really great. Oh, they had, they, they took the meme. They made it a meme. You know that meme? The the meme that looks like this? Uh, Where it's just humongous monsters and then a tiny little fighter. Oh, yeah, the uh, tall girl wearing heels, guy whose height begins with five. No, that's different. <laughs> was, that's, uh, the, that's the meme that, that you're bringing. These kind of memes. Yeah, I, that's literally the meme template. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Me kissing goodnight, tucking in the homies. Yeah, that. I love it. I love the big monster meme. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 one that I'm talking about is <laughs> me unfinished water, water bottle at bed at three a.m. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> uh, Imagine any monster, cool stick that I found. Ten year old me. <laughs> uh, 
I, okay, now we're just looking at big monster memes. Yeah, now we're just looking at some b- kind of big-ass Yu-Gi-Oh monster, a ship. Okay, that was bad. That wasn't good. Oh, here's another unfinished bottle. <laughs> yeah. Jehovah's Witness the front door. <laughs> so, yeah, but they have one of those that's, uh... <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, I've been watching this show. It is super cute and just very good, and I've, I'm very excited for another season. You want to chill out and not be stressed? Dragon yeah, Prince. I want to chill out and don't be stressed, and, like, everyone's cute, and, I mean, like, there's still, like, tension, don't get me wrong, but it's just, you know how it's, like, not the same as, like watching like real stuff well yeah no totally yeah they can't do all that stuff with special effects it always ends up looking terrible yeah so that was the podcast everybody yeah wait was there i feel like there was another thing that i was gonna we were gonna talk about. oh you know we should spend a little time in case people haven't watched it talking about our initial thoughts on the bradwell conspiracy um i like it yeah so, if you haven't already seen uh, the Let's Play that we're series that we're working on right now, it's called The Bradwell Conspiracy. Um, kind of gives off, like, portal, Firewatch vibes. You're basically this person who was visiting, like, a museum that's by Stonehenge, um, run by the Bradwell Foundation. There's some sort of, like, event, and people are evacuated, but you're left alone. Um, you eventually team up with, like, an AI voice that's kind of, like, guiding you around, and you have to do these, like, puzzles in order to get out. We don't, well, the game presents them as a, as a real person. The AI? Oh, are you talking about the per- the person in the glasses? Or yeah. the person... I'm talking about the literal AI oh, in the, the glasses. Oh, the little AI in the glasses. Yeah. But the premise is you talk to a woman that you find five minutes into the game, and they give you... You take pictures of things, you send the pictures to the woman, the woman gives you information based on the picture that you sent, which I think is a very cool game mechanic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you send the, the woman a picture, and she will hack something and open a door. Or other times she'll give you a hint of what you need to do next. So The programming is not very dynamic, in that if you send a picture in the wrong order, or a picture too soon or too late, it'll be weird. But at the same time, it's an indie game. Mm-hmm. So some people took points off on this. Said, this game's not worth it because the, the AI is not dynamic. And I'm like, okay, just... I mean, it's, <laughs> still, it's still pretty fun yeah. to play. And I like... I th- we're only a few hours into it at this point. But um, it's it's been kind of fun trying to like gradually figure out the, like, the mystery. Like what's the real... What's really going on here? Um, because there's obviously a lot of hints being dropped that everything is not quite as it may first appear when you start up the game. Um, there's also, like, another puzzle mechanic that's really cool because, um, you get into, you know, this other place and that's revealed a little bit later. So, um, if you haven't already watched us play that, um, you'd probably... I recommend checking it out. It's, it's cool and it's definitely... You know, do you want to see kind of, you know, us trying to figure out what's going on? 
while also... It's kind of like a fire watch and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Just Trust is cool. It's pretty cool. Just Trust. Just Trust is a cool game. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.